0: It's a pleasure to welcome you to your favorite weekend radio program, Nasco Moments Talk Show. By the way, COVID-19 is real. Endeavor to observe all the protocols outlined by health professionals to keep safe. Now, Nigeria is set to lead the world in the number of cases of sickle cell disease. According to available statistics, an estimated 150 babies are born annually in Nigeria with sickle cell anemia, which is a heredity disorder. Out of this number, 70 to 90% die before the age of 5. Only a small portion of affected infants and children in sub-Saharan Africa reach adolescence. Similarly, about 650 children die per day in sub-Saharan Africa from this disease. These dismal statistics are in sharp contrast to outcomes in high-income countries where more than 90% of sickle cell disease patients reach adulthood. The World Health Organization, WHO, estimates that 70% of deaths could be prevented with a low-cost diagnostic and treatment plan. In 2015, the Kano state government, with support from foreign partners, established a community-based program for newborn registration. This program provides access to newborn babies in the densely populated city, but still lacks a functioning patient testing, tracking and monitoring system. On Nasco Movement Show this morning, we shall discuss sickle cell anemia, prevention and basic tips to manage and care for patients with our guest, Dr. Jato Ezra, a consultant hematologist with the Joss University Teaching Hospital Youth. He's an experienced medical personnel of high repute. My name is Hudun Stay glued to your radio. We'll be back in no time. Mama Shakara, eh? did your see this your shabi city shine, and how you don't fit? How
1: manage? <laughs> ah, my sister white detergent oh bright text detergent not the fade cloth at all at all and the wash clothes clean well well it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama
0: stain and dirty no matter how it be you not go chop hand too so? no you know not chop hand oh and it's good for washing machine too eh hmm. mama shakara me too now bright text detergent i could de use to wash all my clothes now so that i could shine shine and scent, scent and make shakara like you so <laughs>
1: Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your Brightest Wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the Brightest Wash.
0: Dr. Jatawezo, it's a pleasure to have you on the NASCO Moment Show. You're welcome. Can you give the listener a sense of what sickle cell anemia is all about?
1: Sickle cell anemia, in a nutshell, is an inherited disorder of the red blood cells specifically, affecting its oxygen carrying capacity. And with the ability to distort the shape of the red blood cells into what is referred to as sickle, which we are conversant with and so the name Sickle cell anemia. And as a result of that, um, a lot of complications results because its major effect is blocking blood vessels and subsequently other complications set Okay,
0: so How does a person contract sickle
1: cell anemia? Well, sickle cell anemia is not um, a communicable disease, so to say, or it's not a disease that um, occurs as a result of any effective organism, but it's inherited, as I've earlier said. One inherits it by virtue of his parents having that gene of uh, sickle cell. So um, it's actually... a a complex form of disorder that is of different types such that in the whole you refer to it as sickle cell disease but when an individual inherits those abnormal sickle cell genes from both parents and ends up being SS, then it's referred to as sickle cell anemia
0: Why is the prevalence rate of sickle cell disease very high in Nigeria?
1: Well um By virtue of um, nature and adaptive um, situations that have been put in place, it is believed that um, the presence of sickle cell anemia goes along with where malaria exists. So it's believed that um, that sickle gene, especially if it is just single in an individual, giving us what to refer to as AS, is actually protective against malaria. So because of that protective tendency of the sickle cell gene, it's like an adaptive uh, nature made by God to protect people from malaria. In any case, the deaths from malaria are far much more higher than it is from sickle cell disease itself. So that is how the sickle cell gene came to be. And um, where you have both parents having it and transferring it to your offspring, then the disease referred to as sickle cell anemia results.
0: How is the disease diagnosed?
1: Um, the diagnosis, of course, as I've said, is a blood disorder. It's true using our blood, and there are various ways that um, the diagnosis can be made. Um, here in this part of the world, uh, usually diagnoses are made in early childhood. Um, when some some there are some people who don't even know what they are. Let me call it Hb electrophoresis, but we commonly know it as genotype um, until they are getting married, but there are provisions for diagnosis to be made even while the baby is in the womb. From two months, four months, six months, diagnosis can be made. Well, unfortunately, we do not have that um, commonly around here, but you can do that diagnosis as early as two months in intrauterine.
0: Is there any advantage to knowing that early when the baby is still in the womb and you know? Is there any advantage to
1: knowing that? Well, for us, we are um, we are very much religious. Um, terminating pregnancy is not part of our ideals. But in societies where they have the legal right to do that, um, that's where those kind of diagnosis comes into play. An individual can check, OK, I have the sickle cell gene. Maybe a wife, her husband also has it. And they know that there's a chance they can give birth to such children. At every pregnancy, they want to check early if the sickle cell gene is established in intrauterine, they get um, abortion, which is legal in their own sense. But for us here, yeah, maybe because we eh, abortion in our environment is illegal, so that one doesn't seem to be tenable. But people can actually get that diagnosis in intrauterine. Okay,
0: but well, it seems like um, it really wouldn't matter over here anyway, since you, it's illegal for you to abort your child here. So you, you're pregnant, you just have to give birth to the child well. with this disease. It's the NASCAR Moments Radio Talk Show. Thank you for tuning in. We'll continue after this. Brightest white detergent, bright text. Brightest
1: white detergent, bright
0: text. For your brightest wash,
1: bright text. The your brightest wash, bright text.
0: Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex White detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright, and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex.
1: Brightex detergent cleans deep stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright, so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex White detergent, a quality product from Nasco. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright, and clean. Your Brightest Wash Brightex Brightex For the Brightest Wash
0: You're welcome back This is the Nazca Women's Show On radio Our guest for today Is Dr. Jato Ezra A consultant Hematologist With Joss University Teaching Hospital Juve We are discussing Sickle cell anemia Prevention And basic tips To manage and care For patients Thank you for Tuning in to the program Now uh, Sickle cell disease Patients often Come down with um, With crisis What are some of the predisposing factors to these crises that they face?
1: Um, As I've earlier said, um, the sickle cells have that tendency of blocking blood flow within vessels. And especially if we're dealing with much more tinier vessels that passes through our digits, the food, and even in the brain, um, blood supplies, those areas are impeded. anything that is going to affect the caliber of the blood eventually affecting blood flow can predispose an individual to developing crisis and there are a number of crises um one of the commonest one is the painful crisis and the painful crisis occurs because blood flow is impeded in such an individual such that the person will end up with pains sometimes inability to use those parts of the body that blood supply has been impeded and sometimes an individual may even lose the function completely of those parts. In the brain, we are much more familiar with stroke for people who have hypertension. Um, sickle cell anemic patients also have stroke for the same reason. Sometimes the vessels rupture and they end up with um, what we refer to as hemorrhagic stroke. But most often they have thrombotic stroke because of that blockage of blood supply to the brain and then they end up um, with stroke. Sometimes blood supply to the eyes, too soon. So, usually you are as much as possible trying to avoid exposing those cells to sickling conditions. And um, excessive activity that would deplete oxygen within the individual will make those red cells to sickle. If Sweating, that's heat weather, hot weather, the individual will lose a lot of fluid, the blood will become much thicker and the chances of blocking the vessels increases. During cold weather, naturally the blood vessels constrict so that they can conserve heat within the system. That one can also predispose an individual to developing vascular occlusion. Then, of course, stress of all sorts, either from work activities, from school, or even ladies during their menstrual period. Of course, they pass through a lot of um, stress. All those conditions that um, predispose an individual to stress. Can actually predispose them to developing most of those crises.
0: Can you share with uh, the listeners some practical tips, patients and caregivers I can imbibe to minimize the frequency of these crises?
1: As much as possible, um, I don't know if it is early for me to go to the preventive measures. Um, from start, we usually would advise first of all let an individual know whether he has the sickle gene or he doesn't. And if he has, the problem begins from producing individuals who have double dose of the sickle gene. That is resulting to sickle cell anemia. So I would rather say parents, uh, before they make decision into um, giving birth to children, let them know what their genotype, HB electrophoresis, as I've said, is, so that it will determine what decision they will take as regards giving birth to children. Um, if an individual is AA as in genotype and he has another partner who is AS, the chances of giving birth to an individual with a double dose of those sickle cell genes is reduced. But if an individual is AS and he has a partner who is AS definitely they have 25% chance of giving birth to a sickle cell child and another 25% chance of giving birth to a normal child and of course 50% chance of giving birth to a carrier. And um... It suffices us to know that that chance is not as per number of pregnancies. For every pregnancy that an individual has with those gene combinations, there's that chance of having a sickle cell. So it's possible for individuals who are AS and AS having children completely, whether one, two, three, four, or five, or ten, all of them being sickle cell. Sometimes if they are lucky. Um, They can be just normal or carriers, but we can't determine that. So it's better for us to know what our genotype is before we take decision um, in coming together to give birth um, to children. So that will be the first instance. And where you have children that have the sickle cell gene, first of all, ensure that you establish the presence of that diagnosis. And when you do, make it a routine to take those children to the hospital so that they can be followed up. Because by virtue of that disease in them, Um, their lifestyle uh, modifications become very much paramount, such that you can only understand what to do for a child if you regularly take him for check. Their blood level is not the same thing as other people. They are predisposed to a number of infections because of this disorder. So it's only if you take care of children through taking them to hospital that you'll be able to prevent them. Other things is children in school we have to also learn to know that they are special set of people such that when you're giving them activities you know that they have a capacity that they can reach don't push them like the so-called normal children in code and then when they have some other issues we should not take it for granted attend to them as appropriate as possible
0: okay sickle cell disease appears to be shrouded in a lot of myths um can you debunk for the listeners some of these myths
1: yeah Um, It suffices us to know that sickle cell has been in Africa as far back as the 16th um, century. Um, The tribes in Ghana used to call them by virtue of the sounds they make, the the, the Ga tribe used to call it Chuechue. Um, In Nigeria here, we know among the rivers and Igbos, you have Abiku, um, that's a child that doesn't stay, comes and goes, a spiritual child, uh, Obanje enables so we have those understanding that those children do not live probably at those time because of absence of um, good health care services a number of them die in infancy but currently um, in fact last year we have an elderly woman who reached 86 years in Lagos she celebrated her 86th birthday last year well, by this year she's going to be 87 and she's still alive we have individuals who are sickle cell um, that are professors in their own right so at least the myth that children die this early is a little bit um, um, exaggerated. But health provision has made it much more viable. That's why in our introduction you stated that um, some of those foreign countries where things are working, they reach into, deep into their adult life, unlike in our own system. Some say by the time you get to 25 years, um, you won't have crisis, but it's not true. In fact, I used to tell people that by the time you begin to take responsibility for a lot of things, more stress comes in, you are likely to have more crisis if you do not take care of yourself.
0: Okay, but what treatment options are available for people who have this disease and why would that woman live to 86 or 87 while others just keep dying at young ages?
1: As I said earlier, on, um, an individual who makes up his mind to take care of himself appropriately can traverse all those um, mythologies and complications that comes in it. Um, in our own environment, we are a little bit um, incapacitated in that a lot of things are not readily available. Uh, assessing health care is a little bit expensive. National health insurance scheme is not um, covering a lot of things. So you find a number of um, individuals who don't even think they should go to the hospital. They will rather stay at home and um, buy drugs from the patients, uh, patent medical stores, and the rest. And then there are some that will come to the hospital, they will not be able to pay their medical bills, so they will rather stay back home, and of course we end up with all those complications. Some uh, will come back, will come to the hospital when their condition is already critical. So we end up with all of those kind of problems.
0: But for those who can afford the treatment, what options are available for them?
1: Um, for now is as much as possible trying to guard against development of complication from sickle cell anemia but in the long run for people who can afford um, this stem cell transplant commonly referred to bone marrow transplant which um, can be done for individuals uh, it's not like the stem cell transplant itself can cure the disease but it's like a replacement of the cells that produce those blood cells in the individual such that the person who has a stem cell transplant will not come with the complications of sickle cell anemia because his own blood production has been overtaken by the one that is transplanted into him. But because it's a genetic thing, in his own makeup, he still has the gene he can pass it across. But he won't come down with the complications of the sickle cell anemia. So that one is readily available even in Nigeria, um, there's um, Professor Basuaye in Hospital. They have an establishment where um, a number of transplants have been done in sickle cell anemia. Alternatively, it's going outside the country, but I can assure you it's capital intensive to do stem cell transplant.
0: Listen, it's the NASCO Women's radio show. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back right after this. Ah uh, ah, uh, Mama Shakara. Eh? shebi City uh-huh. And how don't feed? How manage? Uh, my sister. Now bright text
1: white detergent oh, Bright text detergent, not the fade cloth at all at all. And if wash clothes clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You know, go chop
0: hand too. So? No, you know the chop hand though. And oh. need good for washing machine too. Eh? Hm. Mama Shakara. Me too now, bright text detergent. I de use to wash all my clothes now. So that I de shine, shine, and sink, sink and make shakara like you so.
1: <laughs> bright text white detergent. A quality product from NASCAL. For your Brightest Wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the Brightest Wash.
0: Glad to have you back. It's the Nasco Moment Show on radio. Our conversation for today is on sickle cell anemia, prevention and basic tips to manage and care for patients. Our guest is Dr. Jato Ezra, a consultant hematologist from the Joss University Teaching Hospital, JUF. He has been sharing his thoughts and perspectives on the topic. Now, being a disease that is hereditary, what would, what should would-be couples do to ensure that their children do not come down with the disorder? Is it simply to say, if you are both AS, don't get married? What should they
1: do? Um, it's usually um, going to be draconian if you say, it, if you are AS, AS, don't get married. But what we believe is that giving individuals informed consent, let them take a decision for themselves. This is what we want to do. This is the uh, implication of it. And then they can take um, the right decision too. But if we're left to advise, we will naturally advise that if your partner and yourself as an individual has that sickle cell gene, there's that chance that you give birth to those children. It is better you do not come together. So our advice would be that um, if an individual has that sickle gene as in his genotype, it's rather he looks for somebody who does not have that sickle gene.
0: What about an SS marrying AA?
1: Yes, if you marry uh, an SS marry AA, what it means is that all their children are going to be carriers.
0: Uh, um, is there a national program on sickle cell anemia and what is the level of awareness on this disease?
1: yes there is a national pro in fact there is a national sickle cell center in lagos that are into research and into public education and awareness on sickle cell anemia but of course um i am very much aware that um, there's no church you can go to that um do not have a little understanding of sickle cell anemia and i'm sure even in the islamic religion a number of them are coming to know that. So as far as we're concerned, a significant number of um, our population are aware of the existence of the sickle cell. That's why I said even in traditional um, ages, the Yorubas and the Igbos know the existence of this disorder, where they refer to them as Abigo and uh, Obanje. So to some extent, the knowledge of sickle cell anemia is um, common in our environment.
0: Okay, what are the basic tips for the management and care for patients of sickle cell disease?
1: Well, as much as possible, you, as I've said earlier on, get those individuals to do activities that is within their capability. You don't need to push them hard. And as much as possible, they should avoid cold weather in situations as we are now, December which we know that the weather is usually cool as much as possible, they should learn to protect themselves. Wear cold, protective um, clothings, where you need to put through meter do that, take your bath with warm water and the rest. And where um, there is uh, heat, hot weather, the individual should be able to um, keep himself away from that, because if you lose a lot of fluid within the system, you are likely going to have um, the crisis. And then, um, as much as possible, uh, get access to medical centers because their blood level is not as the normal people code. Every individual that has the sickle cell anemia has his own particular blood level that his system has adapted to. It is only by going to a health center that that can be ascertained, such that we can avoid the complications of excessive blood transfusion. Because you find some people, the normal blood in an individual, if I say a lady is like 35 to 40, then you can find a lady with sickle cell anemia having a blood level of 20-15 and it doesn't do anything because her system has adapted to it. If somebody doesn't know this is what your system has adapted to, the chances of transfusing you recurrently with all the other complications increase. So as much as possible, we should do that. And as a populist, um, we should learn not to discriminate against this disorder. I have come to understand that a significant number of them are highly intelligent, probably is a compensatory um, um, gift that God has given unto them, and they can attain to anything they desire to, as long as we give them um, the needed uh, support and encouragement. So where you have individuals around you that have the sickle cell anemia, you should not discriminate against them. You should rather bring them closer and encourage them, whatever it is they desire to do.
0: Now, as we round up this conversation, what final word do you have for the listener?
1: Um, my final word is as much as possible, especially for the younger uh, individuals, we should learn to know what our genotyping code is so that we'll be able to take informed decisions when we have to bring forth children.
0: And on that note, we end the NASCO Moments show today with Dr. Jato Ezra. Uh, t- together, we have explored sickle cell anemia prevention and basic tips to manage and care for patients. Hopefully, the answer shared here would benefit you, our uh, listener. Thank you very much, Doctor, for being here on
1: the You're program welcome. today. Thank you.
0: Uh, as we end the program, we urge you to follow uh, this program on www.facebook.com/slash Group or follow the Twitter handle at NASCO Group. We'd also like you to freely send your feedback on any aspect of the NASCQL Moments radio show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. The NASCO Moments trivia Question for this week is What type of fraud requires businesses and individuals to pay a fee before receiving promised stocks, services or money from someone posing as a business entity or government official? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777 and always include your name and location. Our trivia last week started with this question. When did Nigeria record its COVID-19 index case and which state of the Federation was this confirmed? The answer is the 27th of February, 2020 in Lagos State. Our winners are Nangoni Beatrice from Anguan Rukuba, and Daniel Faith from Fudowa will tell you how to claim your NASCO gift baskets. Congratulations. The NASCO Movement's radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO Group. It was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants, Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department, Producer Harun Audu, Research and Content Development, George Palm, Harun Audu, and Malau Silvanus, Production Coordinators, Solomon Audu, Malau Silvanus, and Deborah Kaladima. I'm Hodoon Giang inviting you to join us again next week for another interesting package.